All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Diving right in. Balls first. Humans, gentle ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast, brought to you by Devolver Digital. Hi, I'm JM, and this is Robbie. Woo! We did it. We fucking and nailed today, it that time. Fucking, that was it. Slam fucking dunk. <laughs> yeah, man. Edit the first five takes of that out, and we are golden. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're having a podcast like we do today. We are celebrating Ruiner coming out on Switch. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Yes, very exciting. Speaking of Switch, we also announced that uh, Carrion is going to be coming out on Switch. We announced that this week as well. So, uh, which is just awesome. Yeah, man, lots lots to be excited about for Switch owners. Mm-hmm. Everything on, and Switch renters too. Let's not forget the large amount of population that goes out to their blockbuster video and rents the Switch console. Uh, to play games. Yeah. Uh, that's a great part of the market. You just have to make sure in, in this day and age that you're uh, making sure you wipe down your Switch before returning it. That's right. Yeah. And Wash really, your hands, you really, wipe your Switch. Yeah, you should probably wipe it down before you rent it as well, really. And for the love of God, don't lick a stranger's Switch. Nobody likes a Switch licker. Nobody likes a Switch licker, Robbie. Nope. Uh, I'm going to dive right into our hashtag forecast shout outs on Twitter, uh, doing that at the beginning now so that we can, you know, make sure we spend the time and we actually do have one, which oh. is very exciting at Topher X Pones says, so I hear Nigel mentioned a lot on the hashtag forecast without context, maybe bring him as a guest sometime at PAX East 2014. He liked my jacket cosplay enough to post it and hooked me up with a free copy of Hotline Miami 2. Good dude. And there's a picture here of that person dressed as jacket with a terrifying pig mask on, and they're next to someone uh, dressed as the biker. Oh. And it's uh, yeah. So uh, Topher, that's a great. That's a thanks for shouting out. Uh, Nigel is one of the core founding members of Devolver, and we are uh, looking forward to having some Devolver guests on um, in the near future. And uh, I, I think we're, we're trying to figure out who to have on first. And and it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to pick, you know, because there are so many wonderful people at Devolver, and uh, you know we don't really know. Like you know, we got we got to send the invites out. Getting people to to come and and do this will be a little a little challenging. Um, what are we up to today, Robbie? Well, uh, let me just shock you, JM, because I, in my power and wisdom, uh, that we all live in fear of on a daily basis, uh, I've managed mm-hmm. to actually uh, corral one of the other members of Devolver to come on the podcast today. No shit. Yeah, and guess what? What? It's not Nigel. Fucking thank God. I know. Jesus that Christ. That fucking guy. Why would I even ask him? I mean, thanks for the tweet, Topher, blah, 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 but uh, no. You don't know Nigel. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, oh, you might, have heard a little, you might have heard a little chuckle in the background there, so shall we, 
Should yeah. we peek who around? Was the, who was that? Let's peek through the door, through the behind who's the there? curtain, who's, and find out who's oh, behind the curtain. Who's behind the scenes at Devolver? Who could it be? <clears throat> Hello. <gasps> oh goodness! Oh, who is Whoa. that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it speaks. Is that Vieco uh, by any chance? This is Vieco by all chances. Oh hi, Vieco. How's it going? It's good, man. How are you? Good. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's really nice in here. It's yeah, very yeah. roomy. It's very very cool. Uh, very cool studio you have going on. And uh, thanks for the uh, thorough uh, disinfectation right at the beginning. That was yeah. good too. Oh yeah. Well, Robbie likes to lick everybody clean. Yep. 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 Uh, I <laughs> should advise. I should um, let all the listeners know that we. Uh, I did give Vieco a thorough wipe down before he joined us on the podcast so we're mm. all very much covid free right here we hope you mm-hmm. are too and if you're not just wipe each other down uh, maybe mm, but only wipe people down <laughs> only wipe each other down if you live in the same household don't wipe don't wipe people down who aren't in your household don't wipe strangers down because that's the, the point because you're supposed to be social distancing that was close Robbie you almost fucked things up and had a bunch yeah. of bunch of our listeners running outside with covid yeah, wiping down no, no, strangers no, 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 and that would have been no, a no, no, disaster no, no. don't do that i give i give our listeners more credit anyway i think they're all smart enough to know that uh, they shouldn't just wipe down strangers or let strangers wipe them down vieco what do you do at devolver Hey, what a great uh, change of subject for uh, James. It's called a segue, Diego. We're, we're professional podcasters. <laughs> um, what do I do? Uh, do you have a title? I, Most of us don't have titles. I mean, I claim to be J.M. Rhymes with Mayhem, Executive Director of Counterintelligence Operations. I very much like that. Um, I do have a title, uh, and it is uh, Director of Interactive, which I still don't quite know. Director what it of Interactive, means. what? Exactly. I think Interactive is just as a global thing, right? And, uh, anyways. How come we can figure I mean, hang on. How come you two are both directors? I'm not a director. I think it, it's it's a regional thing, uh, Robbie. I, he, uh, you know, I think director means different things in uh, Canada than it does in the UK. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. What's director mean in the UK? Uh, yeah, I want to know too. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. Well, that's why you're not one, exactly, Robbie. That's why you're exactly, not one. Because I'm fucking clueless oh, yes. currently. Nobody I think we need to figure out what your director of interactive of. Vieco, I think this is the day we got to finish your title because that is that is an adjective without a noun. Yes. So, um, I mean, this came up the other day. Uh, we were on a call. I can't remember which call this was. Uh, and uh, you know, when I described the things that I did, uh, one of the other devolvers, I said that I was just being humble and that uh, blah blah blah. And I thought about saying it, but I didn't say it out loud because we were, had already moved on to a different subject. But I was like, I was going to say, you know what? I am the digital in Devolver Digital, uh, oh. which explains <laughs> explains part of it. Uh, because for, for everybody out there that does not know, uh, we are just a bunch of gypsies running around wild and, uh, you know, selling games in the process. That's what it is. Um, yeah. So I am... 
the digital in the Volver digital. Holy Director shit. of Interactive Digital? <laughs> oh, it's just getting too long. Um, yeah, anyways, I mean, it is, I, I build websites. I, uh, I take care of like the web operations uh, for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also do some uh, design work, some artwork as well. I, I, I was once an art director in mm. life. Yeah. You, so, yep, you yep. were an art director before you joined Devolver? I was actually no before that even. Um, I was an, an art director all the way up to 2009. Uh, I was uh, I, like you, uh, Robbie. I had sold my soul to marketing and advertising. Hey, that's not selling your soul, uh, baby. <laughs> that's exactly selling your soul. It's not selling Thank your you, soul. Jam. It's not selling your soul. Well. Anyways, I sold my soul. <laughs> I sold my soul. I sold my soul. I don't know about you, but I did. Um, yeah, so that's what I did. I, I, I worked in, um, in agencies. I worked with agencies um, in different capacities, actually. I was a designer. I was a director. Towards the end of that whole thing, uh, I was managing production for this agency, managing the whole agency in, in a way. It was a very small boutique type thing. And... Uh, it got to the point where, you know, I saw the light and I was like, you know, uh, there's a much larger world outside of like print advertising and, uh, and radio and TV and all that. And I tried to, to kind of veer this agency towards the web and uh, they didn't have the same vision. So I told them to go fuck themselves and moved on. I can swear, right? No, but it's too late now. Oh shit! You're fucked oh, up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, up to that point. Then I made a, I made the jump. Actually, I decided to quit with uh, with uh, a very good friend of mine who also worked in the same agency, and we decided to to start making video games ourselves. That's a ne- that was our next chapter. Basically, we uh, saved some money. We uh, we we got some contracts on the side, and then we decided to build a video game. What, you made a game. Uh, what was that game? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, the name is Crunch with a K. It is on Steam. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. And um, we started attending like uh, uh, game jams everywhere. Uh, when we started this whole thing, there was really not much of a scene in, in Calgary. I mean, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, so we kind of like we had to fly around. We went to Victoria. We went to Winnipeg. Uh, we went wherever we found, a, a, you know, a decent game jam with like a, like a solid community to to get into this. And um, yeah, built a shit ton of prototypes, some of which were better than others. And eventually, one uh, one weekend, there, there was a Ludum Dare or Ludum Dare uh, running out. Uh, the theme kind of resonated with us. It, it, it had to do with claustrophobia. And uh, we ended up building this little game that uh, kind of puts the player like the whole environment is just trying to squish you to like you know suffocate you and uh and that's that's how our game was born we uh we had the prototype kind of running in in that weekend and after that we just kept on working on it whenever we could uh we still had to pay the bills as you know so uh, we 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 were still taking some contract we lucked out and landed a couple of larger uh clients here in calgary and uh, and that kind of floated us for a while but you sold out yeah you sold out is that what you're saying oh of course man i we i, I had a little left on my soul i had to sell it a little more i'm telling you it's not selling out <laughs> Games. you don't sell out you buy in that's the way to look at it there you go you don't sell out you there buy you in. go yeah yeah games don't build themselves without money exactly uh you you come to discover this sort of things 
but anyway, so we we uh, we launched this game. We self-published. Uh, we did an actual physical collector's edition. Uh, we did a lot of things because you know, between Mike and I, uh, his name is Mike Lowhouse. Uh, shout out to him actually. Uh, between Mike and I, we had quite a bit of experience uh, branding and, and and doing a lot of print and production. So it kind of came second nature to us. So like you know what, let's make a comic book. Let's. Uh, Let's let's get CDs. Let's get our our, our uh, soundtrack on a CD as well. Let's sell this huge, right? And that's what we did. Um, this is a great segue, actually, to talking about how I got involved with the Boulder. If uh, if we want to jump in, I don't think that. it's a segue. I think it's the story. Yeah. All right. Then let's get back into it. So <laughs> I can't remember the years, to be honest with you. I think um, I I think Crunch was done and Launched. I launched it, by the way, at 3 a.m. without telling my partner because <laughs> uh, I had had enough. And it was like, you know, it's, it was actually at a point where I was very proud of it and happy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember I was having a conversation with another indie on a on a Skype call that we used to have. Like, you know, it was just like a Skype chat and a whole bunch of indies worked out of there. Uh, and, you know, I'm like going back and forth with this dude and... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ship it. And he's like, just ship it, and I shipped it, and and we sold a, a few copies, you know, pre-orders around that time. Uh, we tried to get on Steam. They said no at first. Uh, eventually, they caved. And um, how did this happen again? I can't remember the exact order, but I saw a tweet from Devolver Digital. Uh, from Nigel, I didn't know at the time, but it was him who had put, posted it out there. And he was looking for help with uh, the Devolver website, which was garbage at the time, uh, if I have to be honest. Like, absolutely. I made that website. <laughs> I am so sorry. With HTML that I cobbled from my middle school computer science project. <laughs> Life is not fair. <laughs> Anyways. Um, that was my first child. I am... I am very sorry about your child. Your ugly, <laughs> ugly baby. Aww. <laughs> uh, so I reached out and I said, like, yeah, let's let's do this. Uh, and by the way, uh, I have some games to pitch to you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> Just on the side. You know, on the side, you know, by the way. Such so a anyways, nice we started working. Yeah, we started working on that website. Uh, it took a while, believe it or not. Just to get everybody on the same page, you know, it's the branding is is and can be very personal to people. Um, eventually, we got over the hump and uh, we came up with like uh, you know like a, what I consider to be a decent website, especially for the time 2013. He had a lot of what needed to be there. He had a very distinct brand uh, to Devolver. You know, he had like a lot of edges, just like the company, and it was it was it was the I really I really liked it. Um, that GDC, I actually went and I met uh, both Nigel and Graham. Um, I, I knew right away that uh, Nigel was a shark and that Graham was a very sweet person. <laughs> although, although you know, if you had looked at the two of them from afar, you would have thought, you would have thought of Nigel, you know, what a goofball. He's very, he's very sharp, but, you know, what a nice guy. And then Graham just looks terrifying, right? If you don't know. Well, him. he's from Glasgow. But, uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Um, anyways, I remember doing this one thing and maybe they don't remember it or, but I do, I do remember seeing a little bit of anger and confusion in Nigel's face. So, uh, sorry, you, you, you met them, you did one thing, you're not sure if they remember it and they were angry and confused by it. Not, I wouldn't say day, uh, but Nigel had a, he did a, he did chuckle 
for a second there. But we were showing them the game, like the trailer for Crunch. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just like on the hallway, you know, at GDC. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I cramped up the volume because we had like a fantastic soundtrack on that thing, right? And very distinct. Uh, uh, half of it was done by Mike and half of it was done by Disasterpiece. Shout out Disasterpiece. Nice. And... Uh, Cracked it all the way up so that everybody around could see. Because this is where, like, you know, other publishers are receiving pitches and people are showing games and stuff. And I think that made him a little uncomfortable or angry or he just found it amusing, so he <laughs> chuckled. But um, anyways, we pitched them two games, uh, two game ideas, I should say. We, we were just very early prototype at the time. Uh, they seemed to like them. Uh, he said he was going to arm wrestle me to, to get published by Devolver and then somehow whistled himself out of it. Um, <laughs> I think I would have won. I had a good chance. Got a good chance. Well, you good have chance. good chance. Yeah, this this is not the first time I've heard Nigel challenge you to an arm wrestle or <laughs> or put himself forward to have an arm wrestle yeah. competition with you to decide something. Yeah, yeah, true story. And um, he won last time in a way, I suppose. I did snap my bicep right. Uh, but true. that's 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 a very dif- that's a very different. Uh, anyways, going back. That's to, another story. Nice. That's another that story for another a different story, time, yeah. kids. Um, it involves us all and so, a great deal of violence. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and good music but in a fun a way. Yeah, in a fun point. way. Yeah. that's how I got involved with Evolver. I ended up building that site and then projects just kept coming back and uh, slowly but surely I fell in love with everybody there. Um, in fact, funny enough, I had not met a lot of you wonderful people until many years. Um, I started working with Evolver, I would say late 2012 and uh, didn't really meet the, the, the founders and the core team until maybe three years ago in real life. Yeah. Maybe three? Uh, it was at an E3. Uh, I was actually not there with Evolver. I was there with Good Shepherd at the time. Um, Weren't they ambitious it, at the time? No, they had moved on to Good Shepherd. Were they Shepherd Good Shepherd at, by then? Yeah, and I think it was part of the reason why everybody got together that year. Um, because because there was a big rebrand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. That was... So, but I was at the Devolver, uh, the Devolver party upstairs at... Uh, what was the name of this bar that is no longer there? Not bar, but... The building where the Hooters was downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that the, the abandoned Hooters building. There you go. Yeah, that was... All 20, the way upstairs. Which... That was like 2017, 2016? 17. 2017 was One that, of those. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. I remember meeting you then um, when you were with... Oh, well, that's right. The Ambitious, yep. Or Good Shepherd. And uh, I can remember a long time ago... Maybe it was around the same time, or maybe it was before then even. I seem to remember it being on, I think it was like an email chain or something, where you were doing... Oh, that's right. You were um, you were doing the, the blogs on the Devolver website, and you were that's uh, right. taking our press releases and things like that, and you were putting them on there. So that's... The first time I remember interacting with you, I think, was just over an email. And I was just like, I didn't even question it because I just, 
you know, it was just like whatever, just get on with it. But I just, I, but then it never, it never clicked with me that we were going to do events and things like this, and I just never met this guy Viego. <laughs> like I was just like, oh okay, well I guess he's just, like I just didn't even think about it until, and then when I finally met you, it was like, oh okay, you're Viego. And then it wasn't, an, like, then and you know another couple of years later or whatever, once we were both at Devolver full time, that it was like, oh we're actually hanging out yeah. now. Now we're like actually colleagues. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. Do, I feel like you probably meet most of your people, your coworkers initially through email and text formats, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Does everyone have? I think I had probably what is the typical reaction when I met you was, "Oh, you're seven times larger than I thought." <laughs> the person was helping does, me fix these technical issues. Yeah, this does happen. Um, <laughs> it, it does happen. Um, all the time. <laughs> I mean that in a, in a in a in a very good way. You are a powerfully built man, and yeah, beautiful. No, I, so. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that very much. Very much. I am I am blushing. I know you can't see it, but uh, I can smell it. <laughs> I can taste it. You can taste it. Yeah, from all the licking um, <laughs> from earlier. Exactly. Yeah, it does happen. It does happen. I uh, I mean, it's funny because. Um, the year that I met Rick, uh, we were just, you know, in uh, at that party, just like uh, chatting in a circle of people, just, you know, talking about whatever. And he's standing right in front of me and, you know, and we do not know who this person is. He does not know that I am who I am. Right. And, uh, this person from uh, good shepherd goes like, Hey, you two don't know each other. Right. And he actually introduced us and I'm like, Holy shit, that is Rick. You know, that's, that's the man that signs the checks and, uh, he does not look like what you would think a person that manages money looks like. <laughs> and, uh, he felt the same way about, he's like, I do, did not think you would be building websites. I'm like, oh, there you go. You need look like big... you build websites out of gridiron. Yeah. You need, yeah. you need big guns to, uh, to fire those websites. So that. That's right. That's right. And Without Rick them. has to be in really good shape to carry all that devolver money around. All that money. Because yeah, <laughs> it's all in gold. And he <laughs> fucking squats it every day. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He has to protect it. He fights like a, <laughs> like a wild animal to protect the money. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I mean, you've yeah. seen him and his boys in a mosh pit, haven't you? <laughs> yes. I've seen we've all seen. They all have that look. We've all seen Rick do karaoke now as well. Which is God not going to mean anything man. to the people listening to this podcast, but trust us. It was, it was, they know what karaoke is. It was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was a moment. Yeah. It was a moment. It was very good. So, Vieco, what have been uh, some of your highlights for, in your time at Devolver? Oh, man. Uh, there's so many. There, sincerely, there is so many. I mean... Um, I like, I like to think that, uh, and I mean, this is common. A lot of people say it and I don't want to come up sounding like I'm just using some can't response, but, uh, I like to think that the last project I work in is the best one I've done, you know, whatever I'm doing their quotes here. You can't see them again, but you probably can smell them. Um, um, oh, where to start. I mean, the, uh, the Minute uh, website is still like one of my favorite things I've worked on. Um, I just because of how it came to be, like you know, it was, we were just like shooting the ship, and uh, it was one of those like last minute requests type things. Like we had mm-hmm. planned it, we had thought about it, but something else came up, and 
Anyways, and then uh, and then the concept came through, and and I think it was the first one. What's the concept? Our, the first one of our websites that uh, that wanted to. We were basically the, the idea was let's let's get a, a slice of the game out there, you know, like out on the site itself, so you can experience it, as opposed to just like you know, okay, here's a here's the screenshots, and here's the trailer, and here's the copy, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So we minute was the first one where we actually went. Okay, you know what? What about having the character just like you know travel as you scroll down the site and uh and then once once he gets down there uh once once you get down there he's dead because a minute has passed and we're like oh high five you know it's gonna work <laughs> and and that's how it actually got uh, got set up the first time around you would just scroll down and read through some text and then the character would just die uh, at the end and uh <laughs> then we realized that i'm not an there's not a point where you pick up the actual cursed sword uh, in the website. So we're like, we cannot kill it because <laughs> it does not have the sword, right? So we changed it. Um, and I, I thought it was very well received. I am still very happy about it. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's, I mean, one of my highlights for sure. Most recently, uh, the Sludge Life website, again, yeah. uh, same sort of concept, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, this, uh, this is, I think this is probably a, a, a moment where we sh- should really draw attention to kind of, uh, yeah, just the level of creativity that you bring to all that extra level of creativity that you bring to all of our games, particularly before anybody has a chance to play them or anything like that. Because what we try and do as a company now, uh, for anybody that perhaps doesn't know, is try to make our websites uh, a, a, a real destination for fans to go and interact with stuff like uh yeah experience more um of the game than just say watching a trailer or you know um or or reading an interview or whatever it's like oh here you can sort of get a real uh taste you know for the what the game is all about i really liked uh yeah the sludge life um site is amazing with all the pop-ups and things like that and it and it and it follows the you know it uses all the assets from the game it follows the same uh it follows the same format as you would navigate yeah the, uh, the the computer desktop in the in the game and i really liked um one of my favorites was the downwell website um mm-hmm. which again was just like to, you know it follows the format of the game you scroll down and you're going down the downwell um and various uh elements of the game make themselves apparent the further down you scroll and you just you you, you immediately understand more about the game without even without watching a trailer without clicking on anything without doing anything you literally just scroll down the website and that's it um and i think that I mean, obviously, we're we're not giving any spoilers away here on the podcast um, or revealing anything, revealing too much. But I think uh, we're beginning to explore more opportunities to do interesting things with websites uh, that will hopefully get people more and more excited for upcoming, upcoming activities. Yeah, you know what? I, I should add two things here quickly. The uh, the Downwell website was by uh, uh, Noel Berry. He is he is like also a game developer as well, and I, I believe at some point he was building sites. Uh, very talented kid. In fact, I mean, one of the earlier inspirations for me to get into video games 
and to actually make a run for it was came from this 15 year old uh, person at the time uh we had gone to one of the uh to one of his game jams in winnipeg and here here it is you know a uh, 15 year old Noel Berry showcasing a game that he's fleshed out on his own and blew my mind anyways that that site uh, goes to him wow uh, shout out to no Berry. Cool. yeah uh, the other thing that I wanted to note is that, um, uh, as much as I would love to take all the credit for everything that I that that, that I do, um, <laughs> uh, one uh, Nigel is 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 really like you know has has the pulse of of, of things, and uh, I like to think that uh, some of these ideas that just comes from him, he just channels and like we we, we kind of like execute. He's yeah, a mad genius. He is, he is. We definitely and, um, give him far too much credit on this podcast, though. We need to... That's, that, we're gonna put, that's like, true. We're going to put a Nigel ban on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but... Joking aside, though, <laughs> Nigel is fucking excellent. Yes. <laughs> like, well, um, we, could, we could do this, like, you know, oh, but Nigel's fucking excellent. Um, uh, earlier this year, I was fortunate to, to, to uh, secure the help of somebody called uh, Eli Penner, who, who is responsible also for for the some of our latest websites like he is uh he's very talented he's only going to get better and uh you know he has a knack for 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 adding you know easter eggs to sites uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and so a lot of uh, a lot of our new newer websites do have easter eggs uh there is one in uh, my friend pedro that a lot of work went into, and uh, some people have discovered, some people don't know about it. And if you're listening and you want to explore, uh, check out the footer. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Check out the footer. Are there any, um, are there any Easter eggs in the Fall Guys website? Um, I believe so. I don't think it has been discovered, so I can't really say much. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those pleasures, right? I mean, from uh, from our standpoint, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to put something cool in here. And, and so if people find it uh, down the line, it doesn't matter when, it's going to blow their minds. And I'm going to make, I'm going to feel very, very happy for an extended period of time, right? Uh, because I was that clever. There are other ones that are kind of like just given, uh, like in Sludge Eye, for example, much like in the game itself, if you hit the escape key, uh, you toss the laptop into the ground and the same thing happens on the website so people have found it so people haven't found it but it's it's very it's very refreshing and it's very like it's very surprising to see this happen when you hit skate you're like oh what what happened I where's my yeah, desktop i didn't right? even know about that well now you know <laughs> now you know but that's great <laughs> anyways like, yeah that, i mean that, yeah. that that's what i mean it's i i love the fact that we kind of uh embrace the idea of a website the concept of a website because it, it feels like it's a lost art form in some respects, you know, because like back in the day, you know, a website was kind of a novelty for a new thing, a new brand or, or whatever. And then, it, then they kind of just became very sterile, just like it was just almost like a placeholder, just like a, you know, a static advertising board, you know, just in case anybody happened to uh, Google the name of something or, uh, or just stick a .com in there just on the off chance that a website may or may not exist. Um, whereas yeah. now it feels like there's uh, a lot more of the artistry is coming back into it. Like what other things that we can do with uh, you know a website that haven't been done before or would, or would add uh, something. I always used to like um, 
like ARG kind of stuff. Like I remember um, Nine Inch Nails when they uh, released the Year Zero album and they had all these like, uh, they had this kind of story that was told through these um, sort of like back-end corrupted websites that were supposedly contained information from the future and stuff like this. And it was all very silly, but it was so much fun. done a lot of uh, websites with devolver digital and then you've also you know we've moved on to so you, so you handle uh you and i'd say john bark you are our resident tech wizards yeah yes although he's uh, more of a wizard and more of a warlock if you will he's you more know. of a wizard you're more of a warlock yes does that i'm gonna guess what that means no i'm not gonna guess what that means what does that mean it doesn't matter jm let's just move on Oh, you were just saying things. <laughs> I was just saying things. I was just okay. Yeah, fine. I don't okay. What's this? You insist. Like, I mean, I think wizards are more like good people, and I'm not that I'm bad, <laughs> bad person or anything. But uh, I think warlock just carries a more weight. You know, like like yeah, fuck, I'm a warlock. Continue. It's a little more, uh, a little more maybe shooting from the hip with a warlock than there is with a wizard. I feel like a wizard's a little more structured. Yeah, I like uh, I, I like that. That works. Yeah, yeah. warlock's a little wild. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> 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 you also uh, help manage our beta testing. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, for that's anybody new, uh... that's unaware, we have, uh, you can sign up, it's uh, the Beta Squadron, betasquadron.devolverdigital.com, is that the domain? Yep, that's the that domain. The domain. Uh, that's where uh, you can uh, sign up and uh, uh, for a chance to uh, be able to get uh, into various beta tests for uh, games, obviously predominantly online games, all online games. Is it all? Is it? Is uh, it we it's open. we got both. We got both. No, I was gonna say they've. You guys have been doing a lot of. Uh oh, am I not allowed to say that? Uh oh, <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bleep that That's name fine, out I can of cut the it. thing. But it's um, okay. But anyway, well, all right, um, that'll get bleeped. But, no, 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 bleep it. Can, bleep it is nice. Don't cut I actually it. like bleeping. <laughs> bleep it. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, people could sign up there and take part in the beta uh, test. So what? Uh, what does your how do you how do you manage all of that how do you oversee everything that goes on there so so just a little bit of background uh, a few years ago we uh published a beautiful game called absolver uh and uh, yep same here man and uh absolver uh, required uh quite a bit of testing for the online portion or for the actual combat part of it right so at the time, and, and to my knowledge, to this day, there's really no no system that kind of like puts all these pieces together, and that's where this beta squadron that used to be called nothing before kind of came to be. Uh, at the time, it was just like a super simple prototype that uh, 
allowed you to, uh, you know, like get a list of existing people that had signed up for betas anywhere, uh, distribute some emails, distribute keys uh, for the games after they signed a, a super simple NDA. And, uh, and then at that point, uh, like after the test was done, provide them with a survey that they can fill in. So it was a, it was a service that we were providing for, for AppSolver at the time. And uh, uh, as time passes, you just see that, that that same service, especially now that a lot of games are online, uh, and, and even for games that are not online, the, the need to have some direct feedback before you put it out, out of a sudden you're starting to see people just like open betas everywhere. So this is Devolver's answer to that need. Uh, and, and it has morphed from like a, a set of like small tools. Uh, it's in the process right now of becoming an actual, you know, full-on app uh, that we can use ourselves internally and our developer, sorry, our, um, our partners can use themselves um, to test their games before they hit market. So yeah, it's, uh, I would say six small applications uh, that are just becoming this big robot, kind of like Voltron. Although Voltron is five, right? Not six? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like Sextron. All right, I like that. So, yeah. So, Beta Squadron is really a giant robot that uh, that helps us uh, test games before they nice. hit market. Yeah, so uh, onboarding, getting getting people in, uh, uh, distributing keys, or, or granting granting games directly to your game libraries, and then uh, getting surveys, getting all that wonderful stuff back into our partners so that they can further these games and uh, and make them better. Yeah, it's uh, laborious, and uh, and that's why it's becoming an app. So that it's not only me who gets to have the fun; others can actually go and, and start using it themselves. Bitch. Yep. Lovely Ooh, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not me. I uh, just you can give me a login if you want, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna log into that. You know, it's people like you, Robbie, that do not care for this sort of thing that will most likely break it. And it's actually not a bad thing to have uh people like you <laughs> breaking it because then, you know, it Is just there gets it gets, gets better. Wow. Is there a place we can sign up to beta test the beta testing app? Oh, man. I know. it's There will be. Do not worry. <laughs> There's one thing being loves is, it's, it's testing. Stress tests. It's just stress testing. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I know it's not, it's not everybody's uh, cup of tea, but, you know... I do get very excited when I see a server crash under pressure. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Don't we all? Unless, of course, it's my own server. That's when I do not like it happening. But uh, this happens. Well, speaking of stress tests and uh, yeah, and, um, and, and freaking out when things go wrong, uh, you have been uh, instrumental in helping us bring this podcast to life. Yeah, so I'm your biggest fan. He, you are. Thanks for that. We really do fan. appreciate that. Yeah. First person to listen yeah. to every episode is Vieco. So uh, mm-hmm. anybody at home listening to this, if there's ever anything that you don't like on the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and say blame Vieco because uh, if anybody can veto <laughs> things before they go out, he's the one who let it through. It's Vieco. <laughs> um, uh, but Vieco, you created our website, forecast.devolvedigital.com. Uh, which is our, yep. our little hub for all things podcast related. You uh, help get all of our podcasts out to the world on the various uh, apps and 
And I don't think he helped. Like I think he did it. Oh yeah, he did it. That's it. <laughs> Basically, Diego, you do all of the things that we don't do <laughs> in order for us to then take the glory as though we've done everything. Well, it's it's you know I think I wouldn't be doing that part of my job uh, if you saw some cracks. You know, if I, if you don't see cracks and you don't see problems and you don't see anything, I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's it's when. Once the veneer starts to break down, <laughs> that's, that's, that's when you know the stress test got to me, finally. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think it's fun to uh, talk to you on the podcast where people are getting a little bit of an insight into an aspect of Devolver or any uh, video games company or tech company uh, that they wouldn't normally... I don't know. I guess, like, people probably just... Uh, do, do you find that... The work, the work that you do, because it tends to be kind of like under the radar, so to speak. Um, yep. Do you where do do you find it satisfying just knowing that things are working? Is that is that really what makes you kind of like think I've done a really good job? Because yeah, there are no cracks. Like everything's absolutely perfect, and really nobody knows. The amount of hard work yeah. that's gone into it is that kind of like that's the best so, it, so like like all of us at devolver right like we uh we wear very different hats at different times and um i think uh for the web operations portion of my hat or for the hat that handles that part of thing or whatever whatever makes the most sense um, i think it's the yeah it's the, it's the spinning propellers on the top of the hat there you go. So for that part, yeah, as soon if everything runs smooth and it's perfectly fine, I am very satisfied. Uh, like I said, um, I you keep you keep a lookout and in, in things that may come up, right? Like you know stats and analytics and that sort of thing. And yeah, that part is a little dronish, uh, but at the same time, there's a, there's there's this rewarding feeling of just putting together a system and bringing it or or like a, a workflow or or that sort of thing. Uh, I find it super rewarding. Some people may find it like absolutely boring, but uh, that that part is is that uh, for the development, the creative side of it, like when you're actually building a site or coming up with like a branding exercise or anything in those lines, that's a lot more rewarding uh, because you can see the direct reaction sometimes, right? You'll see you'll see people talk about it on, on on social media, or you will see like in the case of Minute, for example, somebody actually went and wrote an article about the website. Just Aww. praising it for how good it was and all that. That is super rewarding to me. Uh, nothing obviously beats uh, hearing it from the people that you that you just like you know put out there that you just publish. And I'm sure all of us share on this uh, on that part of the feeling. But having having those one and Terry uh, tell me how much they loved the work that was done on the site was it's more than any other reward for me. The same thing goes to to uh, to, to to Kitty and J Dub. Uh, for for the mini website as well as the uh, disc room one, which was to be honest with you, like a last minute thing. Yeah. Uh, but even still, like you know, I'm very happy with what came out of it. Uh, it was like it was a great palate cleanser for me at the time. I had like a couple of super technical projects on the go, and and this just dropped in my lap, and I was like, yes, you know, <laughs> let's uh, let's make a site in four hours. Boom! <laughs> it's just you know, it was like it felt it felt fantastic. So. I feel rewarded. Um, yeah, I feel rewarded. Okay, sure. well, uh, this is a good time to let you know that we have a challenge for you to build a website before the end of this podcast. Oh, shit. 
What is it about? Uh, I don't want to do a four-hour podcast. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but this is a great time to do a segue into what we had discussed this podcast was going to be about, right? Like the whole, uh, what is that word again? Slacking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Procrastination. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah. This is You're talking about my work now. <laughs> I think it's everybody's man. But um, I don't know where I was going with this. I kind of lost my train of thought. I think, that, um, I think what's really nice about all of this is that when you were talking earlier on about, um, you know, how, you know, putting together w- workflows and creating systems and things like this, like, uh, you know, is not everybody's cup of tea or not everybody's specialty, but you find it really, really satisfying um I, I, that just immediately kind of set off in my brain the fact that the reason why i think uh, we all work so well at devolver is because every like there is some something for everyone like yeah i'm i'm i'll be honest i don't even know what you mean by creating a workflow <laughs> so that's not where i'm going to be uh, very useful or very helpful at all but you are and you know we all kind of um we all support each other uh in areas where our specialists don't lie as well as bringing our own kind of specialisms um to our roles and it, it, i i think that's w- why everybody works really well together and why we all get along as well like it's never a case of like jostling for position or stepping on each other's toes or anything like that it's all just very collaborative because you know i might be in the middle of something that suddenly causes me to think oh i should speak to jam or i should speak to vieco i should speak to eli or nigel or graham about this particular thing because i know they might be able to help me with it or they might have a cool idea or they might be able to um, do this thing that I can't do or explain it to me in a, bit, in, a, in a way that I can understand and stuff like that. And um, I think that's why it's nice to have you on the podcast this week so that people at home who are listening to this or maybe, uh, y- you know, either they're working in video games or they're interested in the types of careers um, that they could uh, they could get for themselves in the video games industry or looking for ways to break in it's it's important for people to know that there are lots and lots of different things that you can do it's not all about just being you know this amazing programmer or an amazing artist or amazing musician um or whatever in order to to get your foot in the door and, and make stuff happen like y- yourself is a good example right you um yep. had no had no relationship with uh, the video games industry whatsoever but then through a series of progressive steps you got closer and closer ultimately made a game but then not even that got you in <laughs> well it got you it got your fit in the door again and you released the game but then ultimately you've got yourself a um you know a job now and a career with a publisher where you're happy and you're doing what you love but you know even yeah. though it necessarily wasn't necessarily what you envisaged when you first wanted to get into video games no not at all man not at all it's uh it, it has it has changed it has changed a lot in I, I am still like super happy and and i feel more than fortunate to have uh to have joined devolver it's like jr said we were talking uh, earlier this year 
and he said, you know, it's 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 not a place you apply to. It's you get like drafted. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> it's like you got drafted to like you know you just okay here you now you are you're in the league now you're you're in there right? That's exactly how it felt to me um, because I I had wanted to to join like for the longest time and I mean I had been working with you guys but it wasn't full time right? I still I still had to. <sighs> sell my soul <laughs> from time yeah, to time sell your soul, you buy in yes yes sorry uh, robbie i'll get it for the third time yes i was buying in to that's it you buy in but uh yeah it's, it's this is just going to continue to change it's going to continue to grow um and when i when i this i mean uh you know just like development and, and websites mm-hmm. and and all this especially now because of covid and one now like you know it's 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 like accelerating something that was coming. It was just down the line, and now it's just you know, out of a sudden everybody's working remotely like we have been for the past forever. Yeah, uh, and that's just gonna it's gonna change how this industry works. Yeah, I mean even even over the well. last six months, I feel like, uh, yeah, your work with the the sites and stuff like that has become a, an ever increasing part of everything that we do particularly on absolutely kind of like the uh, the hosting side the, the the marketing side for sure yeah we have big plans for this year um and, and it's one of the beautiful things about being part of a smaller scrappier team uh where we're like you know decisions are not made around a table although there's always a table and everybody has a vote on it but uh we don't have to go through process we don't have to do any of that stuff so um, we we can we can come up with experiences online that other companies could not simply because of how you know big they are how like you know yeah yeah you've, we uh, you've got to yeah, be brave go you know you've got to be brave sometimes and just and just try something I'm sorry is that a fucking ice cream truck oh could you hear Some, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's an ice cream truck outside my. Do they not my know there's a plague? Uh, it's out there every day. <laughs> it's out there Fuck every is, day. What is that? The ice cream man from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? What the shit is he doing out there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is this is how you uh, you gain uh, herd uh, protection or whatever. Herd immunity. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Through ice cream, one ice cream at Look, a time. This is what we do. This is what we're doing in Britain. If you wanna if you wanna know what our strategy is for dealing with COVID nineteen, we just fucking sit at home in the ice cream man ice comes cream. and brings us ice cream. Yeah. Got some ice cream. <laughs> come and, ice come and ice, get your ice tarts. Cream. Ice tarts. Ice tarts, yeah. <laughs> you know I, what I, well, what is an ice tart? It's like a, it's like a Don't honestly don't ask me. It's like a pastry with like ice cream on top. Okay. Yeah. They're big in the UK. They're All huge. Right. I would not know that, but I made them up just now. Oh, beauty, <laughs> beauty! We might as well just start creating things, right? Out of thin air, yeah. I've really enjoyed Vieco. I've wanted to say this for a while. How inspiring it is that when we have our meetings, you are always on camera. You are there in front of the camera, put together, ready to go, and you are, you stay on camera. The rest of us, I tried staying on camera, inspired by you. Uh, but I think everyone else has pretty much bailed on <laughs> yeah. being on camera. Yeah, calls. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, especially now. I guess. I guess. Um, I, I was just telling somebody else this. Um, I was just telling Anna this actually. 
the the thing that sucks the most about COVID is that I don't, I don't get to see you guys yeah. you know, in person. I'm gonna I'm uh, I'm gonna make a, a, a solemn commitment to be on camera from now on. We, well, we talked about uh, recording the podcast on camera last week, and this week we're still not on camera. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna do it though. The reason why um, I haven't I don't tend to stay on usually is because I don't like having the camera on my laptop because I'm always on my laptop. Right. But mm-hmm. I, and I don't have a webcam for my uh, PC, but I'm going to get a PC webcam because I've got all my mic and my headphones and all my podcast and everything is all set up finally just in one place on my PC now. So uh, this is the first yes. time I'm recording the podcast on my PC instead of my my laptop. Ooh, so I know, fancy. I know. So uh, yeah, so I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on camera from now on. Promise. I'm still setting up my office. It takes time, man. Doesn't yeah. happen overnight. You gotta get it the way you want. At least you're done moving. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. Well, um, Robbie. Uh, yo, hello. When instead of buying, when instead of selling your soul. You buy into something. Mm-hmm. What are you buying in with? Your soul. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Double checking. Yeah. Gla- glass half full, glass half empty. <laughs> See, you're it, buying man. in. You're buying in. Your soul has value. That's what people forget. You're selling your soul. You're not. You're buying yeah. in. You're buying with your in. soul. With your soul. Yeah, exactly. It's a big huh. buy-in. You know, it's a big commitment. It's a big step. So instead of selling your soul, you're paying your soul. You're buying, no, you're buying <laughs> in. You, you have to think about what you're getting back. Marketing? Yeah. Money. It's just you're, fucking... you're, you, are, you are paying your soul pure, for money. Pure success. Unfiltered. Pure. Unfiltered <laughs> success. Just oozing out of him. <laughs> All of Why it. Why do you think I look this good? Why do you think I'm so... Desperate to get back on camera on all the calls. Oh, I hate see. you have so much hair. <laughs> <laughs> Such beautiful long hair. For anybody that doesn't yeah. know us, they're listening to this. They've never seen pictures of us or anything. They're going to just wonder what the fuck. Because we, we've, I think we've all described each other on this podcast now as well. And it's like a bit weird. People, oh, here's a good yeah. one. I want uh, the listeners on hashtag forecast. I want, I want them to draw pictures of us i want them to what draw they think what we look like yeah i want them to draw what they think we look like specifically the three I of would us love that. jm robbie and vieco oh That'd yeah be great okay and maybe like That's maybe great. we'll do a competition maybe our favorite ones will win a prize win some games what if what if the what if we can get some codes for crunch to these people for sure yeah oh, yeah if, if, if people make some if, if absolutely some, if someone draws uh what what JM, Robbie, and Vieco look like based on their voices. Uh, draw them and, and descriptions. Draw them. Hashtag Fortcast on Twitter. And I don't think anybody has to win. I think if anybody does that, we'll give them a crunch code. Works for me, man. Love it. Works for me. But, you know, I just got to put a warning out there. Uh, I have not updated that game in a quite some time. So if you break it, you're on your own. <laughs> Pure, perfect game. It's a he project. didn't have to yeah. update yeah, that's it. This he's perfectionist, met. he's done with it. Exactly. I am but telling you. I, people are at home. You know, they, they're going to need projects to keep themselves busy while they're in yeah, lockdown. This, so, you know, fixing a broken break, game. Break is, my... Tw- 
Yeah, break my 2012 game. You know that the last bit of that source code, the one that is actually running on a local machine, is on a, on a laptop somewhere in this house. Like, really? I, I'm afraid that if I was to pull the, the code from the repo and try to run it locally today, it would not work. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, everybody gets a key to this yeah, fantastic <laughs> game I built a few years ago. Brilliant. <laughs> what prize? Yeah, I love it. Yep. Oh, what an ending to the Devolver Digital Forecast for this week. It's over. <laughs> Everyone just went, <laughs> I hate it when, right, this is specifically a JM thing. He always does this to me. He goes, look, he's doing it now. Yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sometimes you just start talking and I don't know when you're going to stop or what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. And listen, Robbie, I'm really good at knowing how to respond to things. It's one of my traits. And sometimes I just don't know. Sometimes your response is to not respond. It's funnier that way. <laughs> Which is a response. <laughs> don't we know it? In a way. Getting all set. <laughs> Forecast.devolverdigital.com, the website that Vieco made for us, hosts this and other podcasts made by us. And you can go there and you can find out about it. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I supposed to say, I Robbie? Don't know, I don't know. You can also follow <laughs> Just us. Just put a pause in there and I'll you jump can in. So follow us. At Devolver Digital on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can uh, follow us twitch.tv forward slash Devolver Digital uh, where we'll be streaming. And anything else? See, if you stop, then I can come in. <laughs> I say and the whole time. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I, I, did, I did leave a, a question there. I said anything else? All right, three, two, one, JM. Hi, welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast. I'm JM, Rhymes with Mayhem, Executive Director of Counterintelligence Operations, and today I'm joined by... See? You miss that cue every time. How are you going to talk to me about being quiet when I point at you? I point at you. Every week I point at you. And nothing, nothing. I got nothing to work with here. Am I... It's outrageous. Have I had a stroke? Are we... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What the fuck uh, is happening? Uh, do we need to rewind music. and do it again? Yeah, you see you want it you roll you see that all you did mode you it's me that. Kill the music. Oh my god.